Welcome to Game Pass News, recorded Thursday, the 14th of October, 2021. You <laughs> switched those things around. Oh, I know, you did it the European way, but it got me. It got me good. Uh, Thursday, the 14th of October, 2021. We talk about what is hot in the world of Xbox, what's coming and going on Game Pass each and every week. Thanks for listening. My name is Nick. My co-host is here, Sean. And guess what? We have a guest tonight. It's Nintendo Dad, the business Justin himself. What's How going on? Oh, I don't know. I don't even know what's going on. I see an extra person on the screen, and I don't know what the heck to do with that. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm so glad to be here. This is exciting. I am I am excited to be talking about Game Pass with you guys uh, and Xbox, and sometimes we'll talk about Nintendo stuff, but this is exciting. Thanks for having me on. And I know that, yeah, I know the whole European, how they do their dates, so weird. Yeah. It confused me for, <laughs> for like the two and a half years I lived in Ireland. It confused me. Uh, but I hear you. Yeah, got me going. Pain, like Nick. Thursday, October the fourteenth of October. The what the <laughs> hell is going on? So Why? anyway, I, it, it gets me when we like everything in the dock, and I'm trying to read through like when things are coming out. I literally have to translate it in my head to European <laughs> before I think, nice. "Oh, that's coming out soon." So yeah. that's hilarious. It gets me all the too. Hey, we're an international podcast, people. That's what we are right so here. God, we're like three countries right here. I just realized. I mean, that. this is this is hands across the world is what this is. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? We can solve world <laughs> hunger, too. Seriously, let's get started. Um, you know what? Actually, speaking of, let's uh, let's break the news. Sean and I, speaking of solving you know problems and trying to help in some small way, Sean and I are going to be on the Nintendo Dad's Extra Life team or on their team. And we'll be doing a 12-hour stream November 5th from 6 a.m., to 6 p.m. We don't know what the hell we're going to stream, but we want you to be part of it. It's going to be community games. We hope to get the party chat in there. So if you're interested, uh, hit us up on uh, Twitter. Let us know what games you like to play, and uh, we'll add them to our array of games we'll play. So And they so do not need to be Nintendo that. games. Let's just make right. that clear, right? Like So they can absolutely be Xbox games and yeah. anything. So let's do it. That's right. So um, we're super excited about that. Uh, we also wanted to ask Justin a really breaking question here mm-hmm. before we got too started. Yes. What is up with this business Justin Twitter account? That, uh, oh, that what? What is what? going on with this <laughs> business? No one started Justin. a business. Oh, my God. I think my profile got hacked. I don't know what is happened. That it? I don't It's. I mean, it might be it might be someone in our community who's taken over an account. I don't know. Uh, but it's, uh, I mean, I imagine someone would create a space that allows for the business Justin persona to really effectively ah. talk about video games, um, <laughs> and, uh, and promote that as well. So I think, I mean, I'd give it a follow is what I would do. You know what I'm well, saying? That's what I we would did, probably, by the way. probably that's follow them. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, so seriously, uh, the joke about that is, is yeah, there, there's now a business Justin, uh, Twitter page. We get a lot, you know, we get a lot of actual feedback that people like the business Justin perspective, right? So business Justin is a bit of a character, obviously, but the idea of taking the business part of video games and really deep diving that, right? So yes, we can all be fandoms about Xbox and Nintendo, but let's talk about actual, like the business of it and why decisions might be made, why decisions aren't made. And what does that mean for you as potentially consumers? And where does that kind of project and, and point the, the industry as well? So uh, we seem to get a lot of really positive response when we do business, Justin. Uh, and so I thought, let's give it its own kind of channel, its own breath, and and uh, and go from there as well. So that's that's what it is. So you can head over. I don't even know what it is on Twitter. I think you just type in 
business Justin, you can probably find it. So you can just type in Justin. He's that popular. It just comes I, right up. That is exactly it. I'm that's just right. that popular. Um, and no, I think it's cool. I also love when I listen to you guys and you break out business, Justin, how like frustrating it is for everybody else. Cause those things like never go together, right? The fandom and the business <laughs> side, like just, they're not Lego pieces that fit together at all. So. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's, and that, that is a bit of the challenge sometimes I think with it is, is I do have to, I kind of feel like the, the adult in the room sometimes and not to sound bad about that, but like, yeah, I understand, I understand you don't like cloud gaming marty i get it right i know i'm sorry you have you know horrible internet in the rural corners of your world but for 95 percent of the people in the world this is okay and it would be a good option so i need you just to just to business look at it differently for a second so sometimes i've got to, i've got to be that person but uh i think people appreciate it sometimes too well hey yeah, i mean we, it, go ahead John. It, it, that, that combination of we none of us really like spending money but we have a mm-hmm. we all have a hobby that kind of eats money so <laughs> yes exactly it's that nice to understand where your money's deep. going <laughs> yeah for sure um well we brought business justin on here for that exact reason we'll just jump right into top stories um and really we just kind of it wasn't a ton going on this week so we just kind of threw away whatever story there was so that we could have a a real conversation about Xbox in this video game marketplace what it means to um it to Microsoft to Nintendo and you know Sony and now there's so many different if you count XCloud with or if you count cloud gaming streaming with um, Stadia and I don't I don't even know who's all involved with that anymore. Um, and so what does it what does it mean for that? And I know you are Justin a um, well what you tell me what do you have what do you have in the Game Pass realm like how are you how are you getting your Game Pass games? Yeah, so right now um, I do not have an Xbox, but I will tell you, like, just before we talk, step into the Game Pass, uh, I'm very interested in picking up an Xbox. Xbox makes a very compelling argument. If I just had 400 bucks sitting around and I had nothing to do with it, let me t- and 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 you know, my wife didn't raise an eyebrow at me for for purchase another console. Uh, I would definitely definitely be jumping into it. So where I'm currently using my uh, Game Pass is the Xbox Cloud Gaming. Uh, and I am literally running it on a like Lenovo. What is this? No, this is a ThinkPad 460 retired laptop from my, my company. Uh, and I'm running it on there. And that's just how, how I'm playing it for, for right now. Um, I, that's, so that's, that's where I'm getting it right now. Um, I, I fully believe, and I've said this before, I think Game Pass is the best deal. No, like no doubt about it hands down it is the absolute best deal and microsoft has done such a great job of baking that and integrating that in into their into their platform and as a matter of fact like my laptop it recently did a windows 10 upgrade or whatever it was and it moved like the xbox game pass stuff from like the background literally to the front and they're like hey you like they did a really like, it was a very deliberate like before it was like it was a dashboard somewhere and i think it was for Xbox Arcade Live, I don't really know. I did the update and it's the first screen that loads up, which is, it says Xbox Cloud Gaming Beta on Xbox.com Game Pass. And so they've really moved that right to the forefront. So if you're a person who's in that Windows ecosystem, they're making it so much easier for you to jump in. And I, and I really um, admire them for that. I'm interested to see where they kind of go with their longer strategy. Like I've said before, what I want Xbox to do next 
in regards to like the game pass and, and how they really need to, to kind of like hook in their um, or well, their base really is, is, and, and this is what I think Phil Spencer is doing. And he said it like I, he wants it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. So when can I buy, when can I buy the, the Google Stadia, yeah. basically USB dongle that I can pop into my smart TV. I've already got an Xbox controller. Like, like I'm not kidding here, folks. I've already got an Xbox controller. I'm literally like, I'm waiting for, give me the dongle or give me the, um, the dashboard app on a smart TV, whatever it is. I'm in, I think it's fantastic. And I, and I love what they're doing. Um, yeah, I'm like, man, I'm I'm excited. I got, you know, Halo's coming up soon. I want to play friends. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to jump in here. I was playing Marvel's Avengers recently. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Right. So I'm excited for it. So yeah. you, you keep you keep using the term jump in, and I want to just go back to like the original Xbox 360 days. Can you remember the advert for the Xbox 360 where everybody was running around and they had the hands like this, like they were pretending to have a weapon, a gun in their hand, and they were all shooting each other? I'm, I'm going to say jump in. A... I'm going to say jump in because you said it, maybe. No, no, but that was their slogan. That has always been Xbox's slogan: is jump in. So oh, okay, it, it's it's quite apt that yeah. Mm-hmm. The, they are bringing everything to the forefront. They want people to be using this cloud service. So wherever you are, you can jump straight into playing. It's kind of like, I think it's Sean, been their bread and butter from a while ago. I'm going to have you take over for a second. I have to go yell at some children that are act, that are a little too loud upstairs. So so you take over, okay? <laughs> there you go. No worries. So, but yeah, I think that, I think that like you say, the forefront of that, they, they, they want, the Microsoft as a company want everybody to be able to play this game wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you know, walking around. I can get it on my phone. You can with touch controls. You can you are playing it through a laptop. Um, I obviously I've got the Series X, so it kind of like. But you're anchored then by a three and a half kilo lump because <laughs> it's yep. a heavy beast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Series X, but yeah, to be able to play anything in anywhere, as long as unlike unlike Marty, you've got reliable internet that's fast enough to do it. I mean, I've got okay internet in the UK, um, and I struggle get it to work on a tablet or even the laptop so yeah game game pass has really become you know the the razor blades of the 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 shaving market right i mean they they get like the really they get you right because the thing is the razor the the actual razor doesn't cost a lot but it's the blades that you have to pay for right And, and so what what they've really done is the platform doesn't cost you much unless you buy obviously a series X or a series S. Right. But the point to jump in is very low, but the cost is the $16. Right. Yeah. And, and so you, you're going to pay it because like you gotta, you gotta play. Right. So you're going to pay. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's, I think it's fascinating. The other interesting part about, about game pass that I kind of scratch my head at and I'm, and maybe I'm curious, I'd love to hear your thoughts and Nick's when he gets back as well is I don't really understand how, xbox has done it in like it like what i mean by that is so you can go over to stadia like and i I hear this very often right like and and so my consoles are i have a nintendo switch i have stadia or stadia and i and i'm using some uh some game game pass right that's what i'm using right now whenever i hear the conversation on something like stadia or luna right these streaming platforms people say why would I pay to rent a game? And everyone's like, this is outrageous. Why would I do this? And then I'm like, 
what do you think you're doing with Xbox Game Pass? (laughs) Like, but why are you, but why are you so upset about it that it's stayed like, like Xbox has somehow pulled the wool over the eyes Mm -hmm. that like, shh, that's literally what we're doing, but don't tell anybody. And I don't know if it's because of two things. If it's because of the fact that Xbox is a, is a, Microsoft is, has been in the gaming space long enough that they have clout, right? They, you know, their brand, they have their own studios, right? You have your own IPs associated with it. I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's just the, the negative context around people or things like Google, right? And like, oh, they'll just drop this in three years. So why would I do this? But yet somehow, like, like, and this comes up with even the cloud gaming, right? This came up when Kingdom Hearts was announced. Everyone's like, why would I pay to rent a game? And I'm like, do you subscribe to Game Pass? Because that's what you're doing. <laughs> now, the value proposition is different, right? You pay $16 or whatever it is, and you get hundreds of games. You pay 80 bucks, you get one. So I do understand the value proposition is different, but somehow, somehow, Xbox has pulled the wool over everyone's eyes, and they don't think they're actually renting games. I think it's Netflix, to be honest. I think because it's so much like a Netflix subscription and we're used to that. Like, it's like, oh, okay, I'm paying 16 bucks and then I get these games, but they might go away. Yeah, sure, I I, I have the same, you know, I've been doing this for how many years with Netflix or Hulu or however, whatever, however many of those you want to go with. And so it feels, it feels okay in that sense to, to instead of like, oh wait, if I'm paying $60 for a game, I better damn well own that thing, you know? Yeah. And so I think and, that's and, where they got them. And, and the other thing is that, that these aren't just like indie games. So Game Pass isn't just indie games. You've got like Xbox original games coming out. We've got things like Halo Infinite. You've got the new Forza Horizon game coming out. We've had things like Grand Theft Auto V, Red Dead Redemption. Um, so you've got big like developers and big name games in a subscription service. So you're not paying to just rent one game. You that that payment is getting you over 100 plus games that yeah. range from games that'll take you half an hour to finish to games that you know you can sink like nick and grounded a couple of a uh, couple of hours into so, give me the right game and i'll be there for life yeah I'm gonna, so um, i mean i'm I I, I I i like to go to it as if like it's my digital choices are blockbusters so mm. i would the I'd have never thought anything wrong about, and a lot of people still do this now. I, mean, I know in the US they still have blockbusters and stuff like that. We don't have it as much in the UK. There's maybe like one in a big city somewhere, but yeah. people still go. They'll still like hire a DVD or or a game, play it for three days, take it back, and then you can't play it anymore. Game Pass gives you the ability to have access to over a hundred games. You can pick a game up and put it down whenever you want. Yes, you have that risk of it disappearing, but games seem to stick around for a long time so it's a no-brainer and then you tie into the fact that it's like 11 pound a month to it's 11.99 a month for xbox gold if you want to pay it monthly 11.99 a month but then you add on the fact that like game pass is an extra five pound so for an extra five if you're already paying for gold if you play online with people for an extra fiver you you get loads of different games that's that's the way i looked at it so yeah i mean i i think it's i think it's so interesting that in theory right you could 100 percent have a xbox player right or or user 
and they never have bought a physical piece of media from your company, right? When, when you see other sides that are just so like, this is our physical media. We want you to purchase it. We, that's our sales. That's what we're reporting on, right? Even when you look at the MPD numbers or the MPD, right? We're talking, right, what they're reporting out on. Now, I got to remember who reports out on what. But traditionally, it's like physical, it's the physical media, right? And Xbox saw the, saw the, you know, the opportunity early on and said, we're not talking about physical media. We're talking about subscriptions, right? We're talking about renewals, right? And I think that's a really interesting interesting place i i'm always curious about the map behind so if you if you have game pass and I, maybe i'll ask the two of you have either of you purchased you both subscribe to game pass have either of you purchased physical xbox media games or or downloaded them like since having game pass i have not I've not bought a single um, game. Far Cry is the first that I thought maybe because I'm really itching for that, like explore and fill the map with things I got to look at and then let me just go explore and beat it up. But I haven't. The last one for me will have been Call of Duty, um, Cold War. And that was only because they changed the, the war zone to kind of follow Cold War, and if you wanted certain weapon unlocks, you had to kind of already own the game. So that was the last one that I bought, and I only I bought that digitally. So, yeah. yeah, and that was t- maybe twelve months after the game actually came out as well, mm-hmm. and it was about eighteen months ago that I bought it. So, yeah, it's it's interesting because I I kind of wonder like what is like there had to have been a spreadsheet somewhere, right? That someone kind of figured out what is the amount of games that an average and there had to have been like some survey data early, like, Hey, would you consider yourself an Xbox player? Yes. How many games do you think you purchase a year? Right. Let's include your indies. So your, your digitals only your, your physical collection. What's that look like? Right. And I'm willing to bet you probably, you know, you're looking at six, 600 bucks probably let's say. Right. And they're like, okay, now what about the people who are in the low end? Right. Oh, we purchase one or two games a year, maybe 80, 80 to 90 bucks. Right. Right. Well, well, wait, how do we equalize that? How do we how do we how do we basically like what you want to do is you want to bring up your lower base. Right. And you want to kind of probably hope your higher base keeps going. Right. They keep purchasing stuff. So I wonder where that equalization. And I mean, really, that's what that's what comes out to being your price. Right. Like like can we I mean, you know, you can get out of, you can get out of a person approximately give or take around 200 bucks a year right and that feels reasonable that i mean to your point nick earlier i'm paying it for netflix right it's not much of a difference yeah right does it doesn't hurt it doesn't it's it's deliberately under 20 bucks right there Mm -hmm. there there's some mental thresholds yeah to understand it right so yeah and And, you know the way they draw you in as well that that's the other thing is if you've never purchased game pass you get your first three months for a dollar or a pound. Yeah. But you have to sign up. So that's your trial period. You have to sign up. By the time you come to the end of the three months and you've discovered what games are on there, you don't notice that subscription starting and you kind of like just carry on and you're like, oh, I've been paying for Game Pass. This is what happened for me anyway. I've been paying for Game Pass for 12 months. I haven't noticed it, but I've played all these different games. And then you don't stop. So you just, well, yeah. it goes on and on. Well, and the other interesting thing about it too that I've seen from Game Pass is this like ability to stack, right? Stack deals. And I was I was sitting down with mm-hmm. Sean Capri a couple weekends ago, having a chat with him over a couple of pints, and uh, he's like, I 
I don't need to pay for Game Pass until 2024. He's like, I got in some deals or whatever, and they made they let us up to upgrade for a dollar and stack stuff. It's like I'm not paying for 2024. Mm-hmm. I was like, how do I get that deal? Right? Like that's what I was like. And all they like all they need to do is have someone come in, understand that the cheap point of entry, and you've created advocacy, right? You've created fans, and and, and then to your point, when that time finally comes out with 2024, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna pay, right? Because I've been getting it for this cheap for so long. So it's an interesting strategy. Yeah, for um, for Ultimate, I've never paid more than $30 uh, for three months. So it's just because I can always find, um, and then I just buy the maximum amount that they'll let me buy, the maximum amount of, you know, cards, and that's that's the most I ever pay. And so I get it for $10 a month, um, get five bucks off, basically. And so I will say, uh, going back to the first game I ever bought, I was pretty dead set on buying Scarlet Nexus. And this is where I wonder what game, how developers feel. Um, and they had Scarlet Nexus had a, a, a leak of sorts. We thought it was misinformation at the time, but what it ended up being was that Scarlet Nexus is now on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, in August, when it dropped, there was a leak that it was going to be on Game Pass. So I held off from purchasing it on on the hopes that maybe within the year that it would come to fruition, and it did. And so, you know, I wonder, I wonder how. I wonder how developers feel and you you can you can search the internet and find them all over the map that some absolutely love it some are like what the hell has it done to us and so it's 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 very interesting to me on like what is the fallout for developers for game pass with game pass over over time you know yeah, yeah which, it is, which company yeah. There was a company recently that said they they did they yet to receive royalties. I can't remember which. Uh, that was for that was for Outriders. Yep. I yeah. can't think of the name. Of, I can't think of the developer, but yeah, I can tell you who it was because I'm actually looking at it right now on the uh, store. Uh, Square Enix was the publisher. Who's the developer? Uh, it's not on the. It's not on the freaking. I was thinking it was on kind of the summary of it. I can't remember who it is. It's uh, as soon as I hear, as soon as you hear it, you're like, yeah, yeah. They had said they're like, we have not received, we have not received anything yet. Yeah, and that that takes us to an article that I think Sean you found where, um, or takes me to that at least, where uh, basically Phil Spencer Pe- says, "Go, you want fly?" Is the uh, developer? People can fly. What is it? Oh, people can fly. People That's can it. Yeah, fly. Yeah. Um, Phil Spencer said, Hey, you know, we, we make deals. No, our deals don't look the same, Mm -hmm. um, on game pass. We make deals that however, however, the publisher or the game maker wants them to be made and we work with them and we negotiate them. So it's kind of one of those things where you're like, with people can fly, you wonder is like, well, did square, you know, a developer is kind of beholden to their publisher did square enix make a deal that was really great for them but maybe not so great for people can fly like you know like how did that you know we'll never know until somebody writes a book about it and whoever knows how many years um uh but yeah i just wonder how that all is going to filter out for different developers yeah you know and thanks for sharing that article with me too uh nick i had a chance to look at that one of the things i really liked about the commentary that phil had there especially from the business perspective is that it's not a one-size-fits-all right and and that it really is understanding what the needs of the development the developers are and the publishers are to really fit the best and they use scenarios of they're like yeah how about you just pay for the entire everything Mm -hmm. and they're like okay we can do that 
right? And I'm sure with some of those things, there are exclusivities. This is where you see your your exclusivity deals. I think of mm-hmm. uh, 12 minutes, and I don't know for sure, but that might be a great example of a game where, you know, sure, you can be with us or, or we'll pay for it. It's on Game Pass. But by the way, for 12 months, your exclusivity is with us, yeah. right? It yeah. isn't anywhere else, right? And so and so, so I think it's the interesting part of them negotiating what, what they end up getting with it. I look at a game like, and I'm looking at, I'm just going through the, the store right now, Unsighted. Right, unsighted was recently added to to the uh, to Game Pass. Mm-hmm. That came out la- last week or the week before on other platforms, right? So it seemed like there was a that was not an exclusivity deal. It was like that may just be like, hey, yeah, you pay for half it, or it goes there, or we work out the the digitals afterwards, right? Or you're paying right. for it from us, right, for a certain time, and we don't get mm-hmm. any cut of of post digital sales, right? So it's very interesting the approach again, and I think you know, I think that approach really reminds me of, of, of how Xbox approaches towards their players, which is very player centric. Um, and we'll meet you where you are, right? You don't have to come to us. We'll meet you where you are. And I think the same thing with publishers. We'll meet you with you are. We'll talk about what you need. Um, and I think that, that that's an interesting approach from an organizational perspective. And I think you see that in the kind of their goodwill, right? Xbox doesn't seem to have the same swagger. If I, if I could use that as, as PlayStation does, Right. There's like, hey, here's who we are. We're about we're about our fans. We're about our players. And we're about, you know, our games. And let's mm-hmm. show you what we got. Right. And you're like, boy, that's simple messaging, isn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. OK. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, they, they, I enjoy their they, their social media so much. Sorry, Sean. But I mean, I just I just do. It's just it's very fun. And I've said this. I think I said this actually when I was on with you guys, that it's just when, when I when we hopped on the Game Pass news to just to just be part of that and to be like, oh, they're like, they're so open about just like, this is, this is what's going on. This is what's next. This is what might be coming. Whereas like when we were with, when we were, when we were doing dad crossing and it was like, I was watching the the Nintendo, it was just so buttoned up and it was like, okay, are they going to, nope, not going to tell us anything. All right. Okay. (laughs) And so it's just fun. It's just a total different atmosphere in that sense. And it's like the the whole one size fits all deal for Game Pass and publishers and developers. It, the small publishers and developers seem to get a really good. The the okay yeah for outriders and people can fly. They might not have received a lot of money for it, but the game is out there. The game's getting loads of traction. They're still going to be getting money from like people buying the game on on different platforms. So you can you can get it on Switch. You can get it on on playstation so they might not be receiving income purely through game pass and at microsoft but people who are playing it on microsoft or on or on cloud and stuff like will be talking to people and if they don't have access to that they're, they're going to buy on a different platform so you've got the word of mouth that comes through but then like your big developers like rockstar that were on there for a while it's like how much did Microsoft have to pay to be able to have it downloadable rather than Rockstar receiving all the money for each person buying that game individually. And it's like they didn't even halt the fact that, well, for Grand Theft Auto, only, they didn't halt the fact that you could, you had both sides of the game. So you could play the, the, the main storyline or you could do online. I mean, Red Dead, they just had the online section. They didn't have the actual story. So if you wanted to play the story, you had to buy the game outright. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how do they come to those kind of deals? Like what that the discussion they must have 
is like yeah and that's yeah. the bit of that's the side of game pass that i don't understand is like how do you get the big net because obviously like with halo and Forza, that's their own developers they can do what they want with those microsoft studios and Bethesda are running all that kind of stuff so the bigger developers the bigger publishers how it's like they must have some either big balls or very very good strategy in in what they do yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be too shocked if there was some level of like here's what our estimated sales through rate is based on our current you know projections right so so i think of like let's do something like that we can know of let's say i'm gonna go back to this group right let's say animal crossing nintendo switch hundred thousand forty million copies are sold right that's our run-through rate for last year so we understand what this value is right so they probably have a projection model of what you would anticipate a game like that buying right mm-hmm. and then it's just saying well how about this right how about we guarantee that value right and we provide an extra 10 percent, right so you've definitely you've definitely recouped that so so if you were thinking which side is going to give me the better deal you understand it and again i would say like obviously this model like and and I, and I don't know if just Phil Spencer walks up with like a, a dump truck of money yeah, and just like pour. Well, there's a couple of things interesting that they're doing, right? Look at look at E3. Thirty six games were announced, right? Am I right? Thirty six. Yeah. Yeah. Only of them. only two, only two were not Game Pass. Like, are you for real? So with yeah. all of so basically like out of all of these other companies that you went to. To, to, to participate on being on E3, 95% of them said, yeah, yeah, Game Pass works better for us and we're going to do it. And the other 5% yeah. was like, okay, well, we're not going to do it, right? That's, that's I, really fascinating. It'd be so interesting to see how many more subscriptions to Game Pass they got off the back of that E3 presentation. Because yep. I'd imagine it kind of like went... When especially because you started to see it was great because that E3 was when they really started to ramp cloud to xCloud because yep. all of a sudden it was like it wasn't just like it's coming to Game Pass. It's like, you know, it was like PC. It's like Game Pass console PC cloud. And it was like, whoa, like I, I didn't expect to see cloud. And then and then it wasn't it wasn't as many, but it was still I was shocked as how many. And you, that's when I realized, oh, this is this is beta but they're they're in it like the x cloud is there is going to be a, a new thing for them that they're not letting go of it's not just a it's not just a side job it's it's so it's so interesting like the the big banks or the dump trucks of money that microsoft is running around here with because not only are they making these these game pass deals right they're also they're also buying like yeah. development studios like they're freaking like monopoly board pieces right oh, like yeah. look at the look at the four or five we, like bethesda are you for real right like that yeah. acquisition massive absolutely massive right like and and it brings an audience with it as well because bethesda you've you've got the whole fallout group you've got the, like me with the doom group you've got the elder Scroll, scrolls group you know that they're three big groups of gaming people to have because those games are huge so yeah. you've then dragged that audience in. I can't wait for Deathloop to come over to Game Pass because it's yeah. gonna. Like, it's just a matter of time, right? I'm sure it was a one-year exclusivity. Like, you're not going to tell me that Xbox is not going to be like, nah, yeah, Deathloop's over here. No, no, we, we purchased your studio. Yeah, you can, you, no, 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 that's fine. It's fine. Give it to PlayStation for now. It's cool. 
Well, yeah, that's fine. It's kind of like seconds and scraps. You can have that. By the way, <laughs> it is going to be ours in a year. I'm watching you, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, for sure. Unbelievable. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with that because it is ironic. Like, it was the first. It was the first ten IGN had given out. It was a Microsoft Studio, and it was nowhere on an Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, that was a little. That I, I'm sure PlayStation execs had a good chuckle about that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they must have. Kudos sure to their was lawyers. Like, yeah, I'm sure that was like framed and put on the wall for a while. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah, ah. yeah. But I think it's also a. Apply a little bit of a market employee as well because that means it's showing the flexibility. It's like, hey, look, we're happy for you to have this exclusively, even though this is our development studio. So, you know, what can you do for us? Can we maybe because it's like it's out on PlayStation exclusively? Can are they turning around and being like, look, Sony, drop us a little bit of a, a crumb here, give us like access to Spider Man or give us mm-hmm. access to you know use of your some of your development studio for Gran Turismo to help improve Farza. Or can we bring Farza and Gran Turismo together to make it a game that's playable across both platforms? You know what there could be deals behind that that you know we get to see if it comes to fruition. Yeah, absolutely. So do you think others will join in this um in this this model? I mean you you have a um, so when I say this model, understand, I mean, like coming out now games, cause obviously you have Nintendo, you know, $20 and that's about to go up to something for N64 games. Will, will there be, what do you, do you ever foresee one of the big three joining in a out now, you know, kind of like Mario, the next Odyssey two out now, and it's on some type of subscription model. So PlayStation, I, play, PlayStation have PSN. They're the PSN Plus, which allows you to get like you do with Xbox Gold. Um, you know, you they, they give you so many free games a month. You can you get deals. You get this, that, and the other. PlayStation are like a, just a step behind Xbox, uh, Microsoft with Game Pass. They're literally like because Xbox did Xbox games with Gold, and then PSN seemed to like follow them and do this PlayStation Plus. You know, you get these games free a month and you then follow on with these deals. So they're like, they, they could do it unless Microsoft have got some kind of patent on saying that, you know, nobody else can do this kind of streaming service for so long. That's I don't think so, but I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't, wouldn't put it past them. I, you know, and I don't, you know, and I know that I know that PlayStation has this, this offering as well, but it is nowhere in the tier yeah. close yeah. to Game Pass. Right, yeah. and it kind it kind of it kind of feels like everyone's like, oh, you do that too? Um, it's not very good. Yeah. Right, like like Xbox has kind of set this bar, and like if you're not gonna if you're not gonna play at the bar, then I don't really you shouldn't be playing. Right. Um, I don't think I you know I think this goes back to again the swagger that I think PlayStation has. I don't think PlayStation thinks they have to do it. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and, and I think this is probably a lot of the you know this is I mean this decision for Game Pass was most likely a byproduct of the console war between Xbox and PlayStation, sure. right? And like Xbox would be like, all right, we're just getting, we're kind of getting beat up here. We got to figure out a different strategy. And someone's like, you know, it'd be cool if there was like a Netflix for games. And someone's like, wait, what? Let's talk yeah. about that, <laughs> right? Uh, the closest, I mean, the closest thing you're going to have to that, Sean, or, or I think Nick, you asked a question, is what Nintendo is doing right now, which is their yeah. back catalog, their NES online, that kind of stuff. That's the closest. Um, Right. I, I think 
you know, by the time that like virtual reality and holodecks are coming around uh, to all of our rooms, you know, and we're talking like 2045, that's when Nintendo will be like, what about a subscription service? Right? Like they're <laughs> like they're, or actually they'll be like, have you guys thought about folders or achievements? Right? Like they're so far behind <laughs> in some of those things that I, Nintendo won't do that. Um, I think the only places where you're sort of trying to see that space right now carved out is really Google Stadia, right? In the agreements that they're in the in the markets that they're trying to acquire and get into, right? And 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 Amazon Luna um, would be the other one that I that I'd be questioning about on that one. But I don't know. Um, and Nick, it's not up in Canada yet, and I know it's not in the UK yet. Um, I don't. My my impression from a you know from afar is they're you know nine dollars a month they're just trying to get some games and i don't know if it's worth it or like there's no there's no value amazon yeah amazon luna yeah Yeah. yeah. jesse's the only one i know that has ever like purchased a controller or done any of that so yeah he he didn't seem to have a great time with it so no and that's the other part of it is right there's there is kind of this there's digital or sorry i apologize there's physical media there is subscription media and then there's cloud-based media and where the where it seems the gamer populace is okay with is i'm okay with physical and i'm okay with subscription but i'm not okay with subscription and cloud that's a that's a bridge too far depending (laughs) on who you are right now what's now i think that xbox can do that well but i think if you're a company like google stadia like luna I don't think they have the the clout yet to be able to really do that effectively. Do you think it's subscription and streaming or it's paying and streaming? Because that's what it view. That's what it like. If Nintendo said, "Hey, here's all of our streaming games." Let's say, like in a year, they get they're they're adding them pretty quick. Actually, I, yep. I'm kudos to you. I I didn't think they would do as quick as they're, you know. So they get like 15, 20 games. Like, hey, for seven, eight dollars a month, you can have access to all these games. Do you think people would still be the same? The same because I feel well, like the relationship with Nintendo is exponentially different than the relationship I was with any other game company. Sure. Right. I, I, I hate to tell the man children of the world, but Nintendo is not your friend and they don't care about <laughs> your memories and they don't care about your childhood wishes and dreams. They're a goddamn business and they run a business to make money. And guess what? You're opening your wallets, you sons of bitches. Right. That's that's how it works. I think Justin right? likes that he can go. He can just he can just go balls to the walls and podcast. like that's that's how that is how this works. Yeah. Right. So um, I don't remember what I, where I started, <laughs> but I guess my statement my, my statement is yeah my state my statement is that uh, I think it'd be a great idea, but Nintendo fans would never go for that idea. Yeah. But I do think from a but I will say business hat on by the way i'm looking to design the business hat for those of you that don't know it is just a black hat with a b stitched into it and then says business i need to find a company that will actually do that because i'm going to do that i i think that would be a great idea if you could say hey here you go you get the nintendo cloud pass mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it it's seven dollars a month and you get all of our current you get current access to all of our cloud games and by the way we're going to continue to add more I'd freaking that, do that in a heartbeat. That's a I banger mean, of a deal. Yeah, right? I would. I would apply for that in in no time. Flight. If, if if here's what Nintendo needs to do: we're going to give you the cloud streaming, the cloud pass. 
we're going to give you our back catalog full pass right of what you've, you've got you the any the nso the snes n64 genesis by the way we're coming online with these other games these other platforms game boy blah 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 and this in total will cost you 15 dollars a month i'm in done Uh-oh. yeah done yeah. Right. As opposed to me getting angry that you're going to sell me N64 and then you're going to upcharge me on this thing. Like, get out of here, you drunk. And and we're all like we're in and 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 the the Nintendo Twitter Twitter dome would be like lit on fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like the Nintendo would have, Nintendo fans would lose their mind. Right. Like, it's, oh, it's so funny. I, I like it's one of those things like kind of like secretly, like quietly. I'm like, I'm getting Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. on Nintendo Switch Cloud. <laughs> what's gonna happen i don't know like don't come at e- me bro don't email me please <laughs> right like people get angry that i'm playing google stadia on our on our channel and i'm yeah, like it's I far wonder, christ do you get, far do you get mail for that do you get mail uh, for we, we don't necessarily get mail but we get like comments like oh this is nintendo <laughs> yeah like, i ah, saw that away. the other day also i was somewhat jealous i was like damn him <laughs> <laughs> i've got a crocodile um, so far that fights me with me nick i like it I know I've heard of this. I, there's there's ton of stuff about this game. It has like a feel of, um, I mean, in like from what I've saw online, of uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising, where it's just kind of like you get dropped in and there's all these things you can go do and dots on the screen. And I love that kind of stuff. I sucked yeah. in on that kind of stuff all the time. It's good. So all right. when we've talked about different streaming services and stuff like that, and different people that could maybe compete with them, what about Steam and the Steam Deck? Oh yeah, that's What's a great that topic, yeah, Sean. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. That, that's, oh, yes. that's how well they did right there. <laughs> oh yeah, that's but, right. But it's quietly that, going on. Out this month? Isn't I that how you it. cook vegetables? I don't remember. <laughs> just put it in the steam deck and it's just fresh. That's <laughs> how I cook my broccoli. But, like, put it in the steam deck. Cause because for me, for me, PC gaming was done through Steam. So if you if you had a PC and you were gonna play games, you 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 went through Steam. Um like that, the Steam Deck. We don't know how that's going to perform yet. We don't know how it's going to happen. We don't know the ins and outs. We don't know if Xbox will even try and get on the Steam Deck and be like, "Hey, you can play us as a handheld." That that would be a dream. But like that, that could I think that could be Microsoft's only competition in the sense of pick up and play anywhere, big games. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a good point. The Steam the Steam Deck is interesting, right? Um... PC gaming in general is very interesting and, and right. We've got that separated marketplace between the Epic game store and the, and steam. Right. Um, you know, there's, there's the joke. I think Greg Miller says it on kind of funny. He's like, ah, oh, PC gaming is just putting in your, you know, drivers to do your spreadsheets and your tax every year. Right. <laughs> um, but there is such a huge market for that. And it is interesting to see how they can be. I don't know. I mean, if you can put, if you could put game pass on, on steam deck i mean why would you not right like i'm sure phil spencer's like yeah let's like they're they're yeah their mantra is like let's put it everywhere right so i'm sure they'd love it yeah yeah we know that i mean phil phil tweeted that he he played around with it he thought it was great he showed off some game pass games running on it um and he he has said that that is his mantra as long as you want the full deal the full game pass deal he's done with like we want ori we want this as long as you want the full deal then he's willing to he's willing to work to bring it to whatever platform is open as he calls it and is willing for the whole deal but 
I don't think you'll see like just one game. Very no, often. I, I wonder how far they got down a rabbit hole with mm-hmm. Nintendo to have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if that actually happened uh, and, and, and how far. And then they were like, no, no. Yep. Yeah. I think it made a smash somewhere. on that tournament. <laughs> and Microsoft. Sorry, what was that? They must have had like a Smash, a Smash Bros tournament and Microsoft lost. That was it. Nintendo, <laughs> if you can beat us on one of our big melee games, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, I'd I'd love to see if that that's how like I'd love to hear that that's how all of their like negotiation actually happens. <laughs> it's like, all right, fine, fine, all right. Well, you guys get Ori because Mark here lost playing Smash. All right, um, you know what? Hey, Smash. I'd like I'd like to see maybe Banjo Kazooie and Smash. You guys want to play Halo over here? Come on over, Mark. You're good at Halo. Come on over here. Right, you're getting schooled. Banjo's coming to Smash. You sons of bitches. Where are you getting Ori? <laughs> I would love if that was actually how all of their negotiations happen. They're just playing tournament games, and then like a very violent game of Uno. I don't know why, but that's what. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> Super Mario, you know, you can get that, by the way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the Steam Deck is, I mean, I'm interested in it. I just have a feeling it's not going to be as, I don't want to say smooth, but that's not the right word. It's just not going to work like you pick up and play kind of thing, you know? I mean, it still is a PC, and that's why I love the Switch. I just turn it on, and it, it plays games, and then it just does what I want it to. Um, and I'm I'm worried that Steam Deck won't be that. But if it is that, and I can just do that, and it like boots straight up to Game Pass, and I just pick a game, and it downloads it, and I play it, I I could see myself buying one, quite frankly. Yeah. So, but that's how it's got to work. I'm not. I don't want to download a driver and it'd be like, oh wait, no, you don't have the RAM or you don't have this for that or this for. I don't want to deal with that. Too much. That's why I don't Too like. Too much. This. Yeah, exactly. All right, that. Um, do we hit? Did, did we miss anything? I don't think it's possible. But did we? Did we miss anything on no, uh, Game Pass? We, we covered a lot there on the the business side of things and the different aspects of it. So there you go. We solved all your problems. You're welcome, you Microsoft. <laughs> so um, you kind of hit on it. How do you like using XCloud by itself? Are you have you come into any kind of like performance issues or anything like that? Yeah, so I, I would say the performance issue I came into, and I, and I don't want to say that it was because of XCloud, um, is a couple of days ago, I decided to stream uh, Marvel's Avengers and play it off of the XCloud. So, mm-hmm. so I was definitely experiencing stutter there. I was definitely experiencing some challenges. But at the same time, I'm cloud downloading a game and I'm streaming it at the same time. <laughs> and I'm not hardwired at all. I'm on a Wi-Fi network. Yeah, I, I suspect there should be some problems there. Um, but no, I would say for the most part, I, I haven't had anything too bad. I've had a, I've had a couple times where the game where a game shut down on me. Um, mm-hmm. I had that once, but uh, not not too bad as well. The only challenge I actually really have is is this is so stupid. It's getting my controller Bluetooth synced up to my laptop appears to be my biggest challenge, and <laughs> refiguring out your buttons. Yeah. Because Nintendo, my brain is programmed on how Nintendo buttons are. And so I'm like, oh, this is a natural button to move forward. Oh, no, it is not. Okay, cool. I am, And that's the same thing with Stadia. I think Stadia and Xbox have the same button. I think Nintendo is the only weirdo, isn't it? But it's, yeah, it's I like, know, it, but like yeah. I, nothing is more, and again, this is not a shot at Xbox or the cloud. Nothing is more jarring 
or takes you out of a video game experience than playing. You're really in the moment and then literally having to look at your buttons to figure out what you're asking me to do. You're like, and your brain trying to figure out, you're like, well, I hit that button. You're like, oh no, that's that's the Y button now. That's, oh my, why would you do? Yeah. Like, it, it, if, if, if we could do anything, and I mean, like, sure, there's world peace, there's, you know, take away all these bad things. But if we could have video game companies come together and just agree, just agree going forward, this is the standard four button layout. This is exactly where they are. We're not changing them. We as gamers would all be like, that's that's what we need. I need yeah. a sta- I need someone taking standardization, yeah. sitting down with Phil Spencer, sitting down with the folks over at Nintendo, sitting down right with, with a PlayStation, Luna, Stadia, Steam, being like, all right, guys, here's where the A is, here's where the B is, here's where the X and the Y is, and that's it. We're not talking about this again. It's all mandatory. Like and PlayStation's like, a- like, but wait, where does the triangle go? Yeah, and then you're like, none of the <laughs> triangle shit. All right, PlayStation, none of this X, you know, like, don't, nah, uh-uh, uh-uh, right? That's what I think they need to do. No, I'm with you. I still, I can get it now, but, like, I have to sit down and be like, all right, A, B, Y, X, I'm good. Okay. And I mean, like, when I when I pick it up, I just, because, yeah, I've been playing playing Switch Nintendo for so long, I just, I have to, like, like, it's almost like I sit down and look at it, and I'm like, okay, now I'm good. Now I know what I'm supposed to do. But when we first started to play Sean and I... <laughs> yeah, when Sean and I first started to play, it was like, Nick, you're hitting the wrong button. That's the X button. No, Nick. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm good. Don't worry. Just give me a second. <laughs> it's like at some point they looked at the controller and said, we're building a new controller. How do we not get sued? And that was it, right? They're like, well, we all agree this four button thing is pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Can we put the A button there? Ooh, ooh, I don't know if we can do that. Like, and, and I think that's legitimately how the decisions were made. And, and and everyone's like, just, just, just flip that for that. And then they're like putting the patent off. And they're like, well, this is a Nintendo controller. Like, is it? <laughs> Look at where the A, X, Y, B buttons are. And they're like, holy shit, you dirty bastards. <laughs> That's how it happened. I think you're right. And then, and then PlayStation went, you know what? Let's just put shapes in there. That's how all this worked. And then Google's like, I don't know. We're just cheating off everybody's homework anyway. So I don't give a hell. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's the life of gaming right there. So we're going to let you go first. We're going to have you. So you said you've been playing Marvel's Avengers. What what I wanted to pick it up, but never got to it. What did you um, what did you think of it? I'm going to be really honest with you. I actually I absolutely adored it. It is a ton of fun. I've only got about an hour into it, but it is definitely one of those. So it's one of those games. This is a great example of Game Pass. It came out on Stadia. Right. And again, I have Stadia. And it's like 25 bucks on sale. I'm like, I could pull the trigger on that. That's not a bad deal at all. You know what I'm saying? It's supposed to 50 or 60 bucks. All right, I'm thinking about doing this. And then they're like, oh yeah, by the way, it's on Game Pass. I was like, well, see you later, Stadia. Heading over here. <laughs> do, 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 do. Right, let's, let's, let's jump in. Let's try it. Let's play it. I have absolutely adored it. Thor feels really, really good. Hulk feels good. I struggled with um, Iron Man a bit. Um, but just, it was just a ton of fun. It was, it was, it was you know what I mean? Marvel movies or popcorn movies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, pu- I'm, I'm putting my brain on, you know, I'm not thinking anything crazy, eating some popcorn. And I'm having a good time. That is exactly what Marvel's Avengers is, is listen, it's not going to win any kind of like game awards. Right. But it's a lot of fun. And that's what it just needs to be. And I, I've absolutely enjoyed it. I want to jump back in uh, and continue playing it as well. Cool. That's awesome. Any, uh, anything else you've been, uh, 
playing uh that's not game pass news i will say i've been playing far cry 6 uh we mentioned that a couple moments ago playing that in stadia (laughs) and i've been enjoying that a lot Uh, that's a lot of fun uh and of course it's a nintendo show so i have to say metroid dread uh on my new switch oled and i've been loving that experience as well well just so you know here i mean at game pass we sean and i we know everybody knows we're we're also nintendo peeps we don't hide it i mean look behind me here i mean yeah yeah i mean um so so where so where are you shirt. have you I love that shirt no you're wearing that tomorrow by the way i don't care what you say <laughs> yeah. i don't care if you got it i don't care if it smells you're still wearing it tomorrow um so where have you where are you at and have you beat it are you how don't without uh, giving like yeah, what world uh, you're in you know without I giving any will of that say i am about two and a half to three hours in okay um you know how you have to um how can i say this without spoiling stuff you know how you uh, how many worlds in? have you unlocked? I'm on the third world, is okay. what I would say. Okay, I, I just unlocked that, um, but man, I'm uh, it's so good, so good. I'm loving every every moment of it. Um, I'm interested to see this. You know, going to go back to business here. I'm interested in seeing the sales numbers. Early information uh, is that it's selling very, 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 very well, which again <laughs> is not a shock. I said before, this is like the Venn diagram of, of you better be able to sell this or else this is done, mm-hmm. right? Because you put it together with the OLED, which is selling really well. Um, you have done a marketing push on this thing. Like I have never seen Nintendo hard market this before. You have special collector's editions, right? You're coming out with eights and nines and tens on the review board, right? Like... You've get you've given it every single chance to be successful. Uh, I said last year or yesterday, last week, whatever. The business Justin prediction is that in about a year from now, we're going to see it's going to be capping in at about eight to ten million units sold, uh, which I think is really is, which is will be the best selling uh, Metroid game ever um, you, uh, on their history. Tim was the highest prediction. Is that right? I, I've listened to that episode, wasn't it? Tim said like eleven or twelve. Didn't he? I think so. I yeah. think he was that high. I yeah. my initial my initial thought was eight was my initial prediction, um, and and I know I got roasted in our in our Discord for my sample of how I got there. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> God bless our Discord for that. Um, um, yeah, I think whoever is the highest prediction will win that. I think yeah. I think it's going to sell crazy yeah. well. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, comparative compared for or for a Metroid game. Yeah, compared exactly. to their, its history. So yeah, I'm on the fourth world. Um, I know I, I'm very, I've told the story that that Mario ruined uh, Metroid because I'm only used to going one way and as a kid, but I can still see why Metroid was not a game for me as a kid. I mean, because right now I'm still, we were talking about it uh, pre-show. It's just, I'm, I'm stuck somewhere. And now I'm mature enough to just be like, okay, I'm going to put this down and come back later and try to figure it out. But like, as a kid, I would have been like, now I'm done. done." Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like I I like shooting stuff. I don't want to sit here and walk around trying to find what I got to shoot. So, um, but I, I am really enjoying it. It is. And I said this on discord, the first game this year that I like fired up at midnight and I was like, oh shit, it's three 30 in the morning. I need to go to bed. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, I, I have, yeah. I have, I've, I've deliberately done a couple of those. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Sleep time. Do not do this. We cannot do this. But man, it's so good. Yeah. Am I hearing uh, that dread I'm, music right now, Sean? Do you have it running? Yeah, yeah. I'm that? I've got it okay. I'm like, I'm not so, crazy, sorry, right? Now. Once you start talking about it, it just plays in your head. Yeah. So I'm eight minutes away from ten hours. Wow. Into the game. Um, I'm ninety-six percent for the items. Wow. Yeah. 
I'm at the point now where there's certain upgrades that if you want to get them, you have to use a combination of all the abilities that she has. Oh, wow. Okay. And be she, pressing buttons Sean, very you're, quick. you're totally blowing the story. I'm just kidding. Everyone I'm knows. Kidding. This. I'm just kidding. <laughs> is it, <laughs> you got panicked there for a second. It was funny. Yeah, it is. <laughs> is, it, is, this, is this the first one that, that oh, I don't know. I won't spoil it. I'll wait. I'll wait for the spoiler cast. <laughs> uh, we are doing a spoiler cast. Nintendo Dads are is it's, it's been pulled, so I think we are definitely doing it. But because um, the, there is a there is a moment in this, it, I kind of went, oh, "Is that the first time?" But yeah. mm. the other the other thing, interestingly enough, about it is, and again, I haven't finished it right, but the, the talk that this is the end of this journey for her, right? And and we have waited this long for this game, and yet people are like demolishing it and finishing. It. And I, I know Sean, you talked about in pre-show, you're like, I don't. Like I know the I know the final boss is behind that door, but I don't really want to go across that door and finish it because because what yep. you're living in that experience the joy you're having will ultimately come to an end. Right? I, I um, can't I can't see this being her last mission, mm-hmm. just because of how the story's gone throughout it. I, I can't see this being her last mission. Um, uh, I'll also say back to the business side. I can't see it being the last mission when Nintendo counts up how many how yeah. many of these things are yeah. sold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look at their pocket of money and then be like, so how do we rewind that idea? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll have walked down the office and gone, right, Metroid Prime, get on it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, this, I mean, interestingly enough, this this could be a re, the resurgence of Metroid or the resurrection of Metroid. Uh, in that franchise because again we traditionally have to remember that this is not a great selling franchise despite the fact that metroid when we think of the nintendo um kind of house of house of characters and house of franchises we think mario we think zelda and we think metroid right this was kind of like the the triangle or the triforce was built on um but the reality is, is that Metroid actually doesn't really sell really well. And that we've had entire consoles that have gone without it. The N64, there was never a Metroid game, right? The pinnacle experience we've had was Super Metroid, which was back in the 90s, right? That was that was like the one that we are like, yep, that is the ultimate, right? And that was now, the last 2D scrolling. Yeah. And now 30 years later, we're like, wait a second, wait a second. There might be something here. Um, and, and so I think it's fascinating to see what will happen. And I do think, what does this mean for Prime 4? Like, is that going to get pushed a lot quicker now? Right. And what does this mean for that that um, rumored idea of the Metroid Prime collection? Will that actually come to fruition? You know, I actually had a thought about that while I was playing this one. Having played Super Metroid, trying to play it again as an adult and still being like, no, this really isn't for me. And just absolutely adoring, adoring this one. I wonder if Nintendo thinks, all right. We made some mistakes with those previous 3D Metroid Prime games. Do we really want to drop? I mean, I know for those Nintendo fans like Tim, who absolutely love it, they're like, well, why wouldn't you drop the trilogy first? You could play them all and then get to this one. But I wonder if Nintendo's like, listen, we can fix those mistakes and drop this one, and it it may leave a better taste in everybody's mouth. Because right now, everybody's like, hey, this game is awesome. Let's do it. And people are more likely to pick that up. But if they pick up a trilogy that maybe they made some missteps, some quality of life issues and all that jazz, like, is that going to prevent people from wanting to pick up four? I kind of wondered if that was part of the thought. 
process. Yeah, I think I think it's a fascinating idea of like what what will actually happen here, right? Because you are 100% right. You can either like you can either do really good for your sales of like it's kind of like previously on Metroid, right? Yeah. Catch up. You're like, oh, now I'm all caught up. All right, cool. I'm going to play. Right. I like in a lot of ways, I do think that was one of the biggest mistakes that Nintendo made after Dread was announced is they didn't go, hey, by the way, would you like to play all of the Metroid collection? Every single one of them, right? All of the platformers. Well, guess what? It's available now on, you know, Game Boy Advance, like whatever it is, right? Like that would have been a, okay. So you're, you're now you're really filling that appetite and you're getting there. Um, but it could, it could go either which way I think, you know, for, and to your point, it's not a drag and drop, right? Like mm -hmm. it's not as simple as people think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, is that all you have been playing today, sir? Mr. Justin? Yes, I did. Sorry. Yes, that's fine. Um, you, I know you had a seven o'clock out. So if you need to head out, we totally understand. We we can't thank you enough for for sitting down I, chatting I some business. Definitely got a couple. I got a couple more minutes before I got to bounce. So why don't we? Okay, uh, cool. We'll keep going a bit. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Sean, what have you been up to? Um, I haven't been up. I was right. trying to figure out what the hell these games were called. I was like, "What? Yeah, what are yeah. these games?" No. And then I was like, "Oh, no, oh we, wait, um, no, okay." We we had a pretty bad weekend. Um, well, bad week into the weekend, so we lost uh, we lost a family member over the weekend. Uh, Lindsay's grandfather passed away sadly. Mm, sorry about that. Um, tie that into I woke up Friday last week and felt like I'd been hit by a bus, um, and then continued to feel worse and worse and lost my sense of taste and smell. So I then had. Didn't feel like playing anything. I struggled. The, the content I made for you guys was was like, that was the peak of how I was feeling. I was like, right, okay, oh, wow. I'm feeling really good now. I'm full of drugs. Let's get this done. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I kind of had a bit of a COVID scare. So I had a test, came back negative. It was all fine. I'm still kind of recovering. And my voice hasn't quite got back to normal. And my nose, like I keep muting myself because I keep having to sniffle. Um, I can hear my son upstairs. He's coughing. He's had the same cold as me. So it, I've kind of like between work, emotional support for my wife, looking after a poly child and playing Metroid. I've not really played anything else. So, But I have hey. spotted um, that Rainbow Six Siege, which is a game I've always wanted to try because I've watched a lot of YouTubers and stuff like that play this game, um, is on Game Pass. So that is currently queued to download as soon as uh as soon as we're done on here because like my internet's that bad i can't download something and be in a video call at the same time so. well man i mean everybody knows we're dads and family comes first and we say that here a lot and we mean it and so uh yeah we just send our wishes to to Lindsay and uh, your fam and glad that you're not sick but just in case you were i put justin in between us yeah, just in case see that i saw that <laughs> yeah. on the twitch screen i was like yeah, great just looking great now i got yeah. it that's right. Yeah. Just in case the test was wrong. I wanted, I wanted Justin in between us. Uh, no. Um, I've been playing two games. Uh, I tried Phoenix Point for a hot second because when I saw it on, the th on, on uh, Game Pass Preview, it didn't look like a turn-based strategy game, but it is. And that's not a cut on it. It just means I hate turn-based strategy games. I love y'all. I see Zablonks here. We know he's like the Fire Emblem guy, turn-based, all that jazz. Great. I love you all. It's not a bad game. It's just not for me. Uh, so I played that for like 30 minutes and I was like, oh God, I got, I got, I literally got 30 minutes into a, into a battle and then I died like usually happens. And I'm like, I'm not doing this battle over again. It's just not happening. Um, so moving on, uh, there was this random dude in a podcast 
that I sometimes listen to that said Unsighted was a fairly good game. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's like uh, Business. G- Jason Mason? Jason Mason, that's it. Oh, <laughs> man, I Mason. missed it. I missed it. Yeah, Jason Mason said Unsighted was good. And so I've played that for a couple of hours now, so I'm certainly in no point to be like, hey, this is amazing. But from what I've played, it's been a lot of fun. Um, did, did you try to fight? I just got to ask this. When you, when the big, there's, you get to this point, you find the elevator code, you find this code, and then yeah. this thing drops from the sky. Did you try to fight that like two or three times? Well, 100% I did. 100%. <laughs> I was like, come at me, bro. I'm feeling good. You yeah. play this game for 15 minutes. You, you're, I'm going to own you. That's right. <laughs> and then it owns you. Like it just, yeah. just takes you out. It just doesn't, <laughs> yeah. does not screw around at all. No. no. And I was like, you know what? I get the feeling that maybe I'm not supposed to fight this guy. But it's really like a it's really like a 180 because you you've really been like taking on everything and no big deal. And so you're like and there was even like this bigger guy. I was like, oh, he's going to be tough. No. OK, took him out pretty easy. And yeah. so I was like, all right, I got this guy. No, man, let me tell you. So, um, yeah, anyways, but I so far have really been enjoying it, too. I, I'd like to get back to it. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's where <clears throat> that's where I was on that. Yeah, I thought I thought the pixel art style in Unsighted is fantastic. It definitely is very Metroid metroid inspired mm-hmm. right um gameplay feels good controllers feel good um i really really enjoy it i think i think the problem it probably has is is it came out two weeks before metroid yeah. right uh and, and so that would probably be the other thing but i think that it was it was interestingly enough it was a game that was not on my radar in september the developer sent us a code and i was like i ah, sure look at it. i'll take a look at it and i was like oh this might be my like september game of game of the month um because it really came out of nowhere and surprised me i think it's absolutely fantastic i'd recommend it again if you got game pass it's on there right now check it out yeah yeah for sure um yeah you're right about the metroid thing i know i noticed that too when i got to a point and they're like we don't think you have the stuff to get here yet so why don't you go try to search for it and i was like oh my god <laughs> i just yep. played a game where it told me this <laughs> um so yeah i got i got that feeling as well um and i'll you know i'll just really like level with all of our game passers and xbox people there's been a lot of stuff on game pass dropping and we chat about it or you know let you know it's out there but it just has not been for me it's been a lot of turn-based card-based uh like horror-y psychological horror games and you know listen sean doesn't pay me enough to play these kind of games um so i don't um uh but we'll let you know when it's out we'll let you know about it but i i just can't i can't stomach these so i will i will say from last time when we talked about visage and how scary and creepy that is um jay has been playing it (laughs) my eldest daughter she's 15 she's been playing it and i i think she played about 20 minutes and now she won't turn it back on Oh, so. <laughs> so oh she, and she, she played likes... Outlast with you and stuff, right? Yeah, she, she played Outlast. Outlast. She plays, Holy she plays crap. Death by wow. Day- Daylight and stuff as well. So she likes her horror games. So she's like, nope. She's nearly, she finished Resident Evil The Village. So she's wow. like, nope, she can't do it. Yeah, that tells me how much I definitely don't need to play this game. <laughs> um, and how much I need to play. <laughs> <laughs> you, Yeah, well, hey, you stream that, baby. I'm, uh, I will not watch that one. Um, I'm pretty straight up on that. Uh, we have a party chat question from Twitter for, um, for us from Zablanc. Hey, there's that tweet I was supposed to send about the fact that we're going live that never made it past draft mode. <laughs> Well, there you have it, people. That's that's class right there. I did tweet um, it on the Nintendo Dad's channel, so I did. Good that job. As well. I'm glad somebody knows what's I going got you. on. Here. I got you. <laughs> um, okay, so um, Zablanc asks, "Would you rather have a Game Pass like 
service on Nintendo Switch or have 4K versions of every first-party Nintendo title on Series S or X? I would rather have a Game Pass on the Switch. Yeah, uh, that's what I would say. Because I don't like. I'm I'm not a huge like, and I like graphics are cool, but a game has to be fun, right? Mm-hmm. So like a like the the value to me, the value proposition is 4K Mario. Doesn't seem like I'm really caring about that, but I would much rather care about like, can I get Call of Duty or can I get Gears of War on my on my uh, Switch? That's what I would much rather have. Yeah. I don't I don't need to see Chris Pat Pratt in a Mario hat with all his hair jumping around eating mushrooms. Yeah, that's that's 4K Mario for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't need this. I don't, it's too much, too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you guys. I uh, that sound that sounds great. I don't. I I've said before that I I own an Xbox to play these games that I don't get to play, not so I can play them in 4K. Um. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. So Sean, what is our what is our golden ticket look like? What's what's coming? What's going? Fill me in. The the golden ticket hasn't changed. Um, apart from if you're listening to this um, on your podcasting service, it'll be Saturday or the weekend or after the weekend. Um, Resident Evil, Capcom, very good publisher and developer. They're dropping Code Veronica X uh, as one of the games of gold uh, October 16th all the way to October 31st. Um, but yeah, that's the uh, that's probably the only decent one. So Yeah. All right, well, let's skip the rest then. If they're not decent, people don't need to know about them. Yeah. Um, but that is actually shocking that Golden Ticket is getting a Resident Evil game. That's a bigger game than Golden Ticket normally gets. So it is. So what is what is the Golden Ticket? What is that? Yeah, that's so, what we name. Yeah, go ahead, Sean. Sorry. Yeah, it's what we name games with gold. So if you've got an Xbox Gold account, it's the ones that you get. Like they change them every month. You can download them for free. So. Sometimes there's some really good ones on there. So a couple of weeks ago, we had. Uh, Tom Clancy's The Division, which is an amazing game. So every now and then we get like a really, really good game, but then the rest of them are kind of like games that didn't sell well, didn't kind of do well. So. That's fair. Got it. Uh, gentlemen, I have to bounce out. Uh, let me just say this. Thank you so much for having me on. This is a ton of fun. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed it as, as much as I have. Uh, totally I have. enjoy any time I get to come and chat with people at video games and who are passionate about video games and do amazing stuff. Um, I like it. And that's what you guys are doing. So thank you also on behalf of the entire higher community for creating this this show right you guys just kind of grabbed it by the rails and like you create it and it's amazing and i love it and i can see your passion so thank you for that uh also uh dad crossing right is back tomorrow with a direct and a predictions and i'm sure there's gonna be an episode like man i'm you know what i i said this before um we are just so blessed uh to have pe- people like you know sean and nick in our community building amazing content um, completely independently of like what we do as well. And we're just so thankful. So thank you. Thank you so much for it. Um, man, this has been awesome. I can't wait to jump into Halo with you guys in December. Yes. Uh, we're going to have to create like a party chat and get on there. Um, but I am in like Flynn. Uh, man, this is awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Awesome. Hey, thanks for the opportunity to do all this. So have a good yeah, night. Thank man. you. For Not a problem. You guys, you guys take care. Right. Eh? And Sean, get all some right. sleep, man. It's like, it's 12 o'clock there. What are you doing with your life, buddy? Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care, folks. See ya. Bye. Oh, no. Oh, no. It happened. The magic trick happened. Oh, darn it. Hey, you uh, you, you say what's coming out. If there, There's nothing new coming out, is there? Um, there's, there's nothing. Well, there's nothing. The only thing that I've added to the What's on the Horizon 
is Evil Genius 2 World Domination has got a date of the 30th of November to be released. That's the only thing that has changed. Everything else still seems the same. So to give you an update, if you've not listened to the last couple of episodes, we've got Forza Horizon, which is coming out on the 9th of November. Then Halo Infinite, which is on the 8th of December. And Echo Generation, which is October 21st. So they're the only things that we know is kind of like new. Um, well, it's coming out in the near future. If you want to know what's dropped this week, uh, Rift Breaker has dropped today, October 14th. And so has Ring of Pain, um, which is a bit of a shadow drop. And that, again, is another turn-based mm-hmm. style of the game. Yeah, it's a turn-based card game. It's a humble bundle game, man. They are really... They really have a relationship with hum, uh, with humble games. They are coming, not humble bundle, sorry, but humble games. Those it seems like almost all their games come to Game Pass now. Yeah, uh, Back for Blood has dropped, which is uh, a little bit of a Left 4 Dead style co-op zombie blaster. Apart from just put the spin on it, you can play as the zombies. So, uh, episode one, uh, you know who was going to play that. Um, I actually, I mean, if if the crew if a crew wanted to play, I'd play that. It's not it's not super scary, so I, I'd be you know I'd play. Well, we we need to do a couple of test runs for our extra life, so that could be something yep. that we do in one of the couple of test runs. We could either just be me and you, or we could get use Discord yeah. for the chat and just get a couple of people in stream Let's that, make it. sure everything works fine. So Let's do it. Uh, and then the procession to cavalry is the other game that has dropped this week. Um, I have no idea what that game's like. I haven't had time to look at these things again. I, I apologize. <laughs> no apologies yeah. necessary. Well, that's um, all the breaking news. That's what's coming in the near future. Things that are uh, leaving uh, is Scar- Scar- Scourge Bringer. That's really hard to say. Tales of Asperia, Catan Zero, and Ghana. They're still there, the things. Nothing uh, really that's changed there. So that's about it. I mean, Justin almost made the full show, which was nice of him. Yeah. He, uh, I know we he had to bounce, and we had a bit of a tight schedule with him. So, but yeah, send us out, man. Cool. So as always, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, send us a message. You know, basically just reach out. Uh, you can do that on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. Just everything's at Game Pass News. If you listen to this on a podcast a podcasting service uh, and you can give feedback or likes, please do so. We love all the feedback we can get. And obviously the more likes or stars that you can give us, the higher up the schedule we get. And that then portrays onto things like Spotify and Google. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Nintendo Dads if you want to join in. List, uh, chat to Justin, who's just been on, uh, and everybody else, all the other Nintendo Dads. That's a dollar a month over there, and you can get access to it. Redbubble. Head over there, redbubble.com, for any merchandise that you want to get. So stickers, pillows, cups, phone cases, all that kind of stuff. Um, a shout out again, as always, to OC Remix, because I keep pinching his music to stick to the end. Uh, I need to look into some other bits and pieces as well for that. So, And thank you to the guys in the live chat. We had the Duke. This is the Duke and Zablanc. Thank you very much for joining us. And until next time, see you later.